Hello, welcome to Tales from the Albright, a new podcast by the Scranton Public Library. Today we are discussing the establishment of the Lackawanna County Children's Library and Library Express Bookstore. My name is Alyssa, and I work in the reference department of the Scranton Public Library. I received my master's degree from Simmons University in Archives Management, which is a branch of the Library and Information Science field. Today our guest is Brittany, who works on the bookmobile. Hello. So what do you know about the establishment of the Lackawanna County Children's Library? Anything about the building, its history? I honestly don't know. When I first started working at Albright, since I worked at Every World, I didn't realize there was a children's library. Until I came over, I was like, there's a kid's library, and I've been alive for like 25 years. So I would like to know more about it, because it's very intriguing, and like it's beautiful on the inside with all like the beautiful decorations. Yes. So it actually started as a church for the Christian Science denomination. Before I discuss that, I'm going to talk about the original children's area, which was downstairs in our building. In the administrative office. Yes, right in that area. Mm-hmm. Administrative offices, it's not a large area for children to be running around and having engaging programming, but that is where it was when the building was originally constructed. The first report of it needing to be expanded and to have possibly a separate building or a separate complete area was in an article from the Scranton Times in January of 1931. It was reported that the congestion experienced by the close and busy quarters of the children's section were hindering the growth of education for children. In the same article, it also stated how the flow of the library was hindered by the overcrowding because people would line up to get in, so it would block the doors. Okay, so it was like a clicker of like, let's see how many people could fit in the room now, and now we gotta stop. That's really sad. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> After 13 years, nothing was kind of done to alleviate the issue. So another newspaper article stated that the room was too small and inadequate for the use as a children's room and also reiterated how busy the Albright was. The author of the article, which was in the Scranton Tribune in January of 1954, commented on how the lack of space meant children studying are often right next to story times that are happening, and the article specifically mentioned a Christmas program that involved a story time and a visit by Santa where the room became so crowded that children were sitting on the floor on stacks of books and wherever they could find, so like in shelves, whatever flat space they could find. If we could find a picture of that, we need to definitely include it with this just to have like, just to have like a visual, because I can imagine it, but just to see it maybe we could even recreate this photo with children <laughs> we could probably do it i don't know how, but i don't think one exists there was nothing with the article well guess so. what we're gonna recreate it now for 2021 i mean we have the photos of most programs that go on at the children's library and we see how crowded they are yes with the space they have now so imagine just in the area where like the bathroom's admin office are all those children in that space that's cool. it, Craziness. And I believe people in the article, it stated that people were like waiting out in the hall to try to get in, and it was just absolute chaos. Mm-hmm. By the 1960s, the issue still wasn't resolved at all. So that's like 30 some years, basically. That's yes. kind of sad. 
The children's section continued to grow, and it was reported that seven out of every 10 children in the city used the library. And at that time, the most popular books were on science fiction, science, and space, which makes sense because the space race was in full swing. Yep. The issues of overcrowding led city councilman James Doherty to propose that the church next door to the library would be used as a library annex, and the church board said no. So, do you know anything about the Christian Science Church? I didn't realize there was a Christian Science Church. Is it the same, like, wavelength as regular Christians? Or is it more, like, strict? I believe the basics of it are generally the same as other Christian denominations. Mm -hmm. They were just part of a new wave of Christianity that took over the country in the late 1800s. So it was part of more of like a personal spiritual belief system movement, that sort of doctrine where everyone kind of tailors it to their own beliefs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it was established in Boston, Massachusetts by Mary Baker Eddy in 1879 and christian science would spread to pennsylvania within 10 years the first major congregation in the state was actually formed here in scranton when judge sj Hanna became its pastor and the most notable member of the religion was colonel lewis a watrous who that armory is named after oh really yeah intriguing so it was very popular in scranton and between Hannah and Watrous, they helped create the design and raise the funds to construct Scranton's own First Church of Christ Scientist Church. And it was built out of Indiana Limestone, like the Albright Building. So it kind of matches when you're going through mm-hmm. and driving down the road. And the construction on it was finished in 1915. So it took a few years for it to get going and get a sizable crowd. By 1981, the congregation that attended the First Church of Christ Scientist had become too small for the church to justify the space that they were occupying. And then the services were moved to a different building on North Washington Ave, and the church was put up for sale. Um, The initial reaction from the community was positive. Uh, do you want to guess some ideas that people thought it should be used for? Other than being a church? Yes. Maybe like a courthouse? Because it does have a courthouse feeling to it. It does. Um, actually, they went almost the complete opposite way. They wanted it to be a museum, part of the library, an art gallery, or a performing arts center. While others wanted the city to acquire it for an archive and a place to store the city's hidden treasures. So, kind of a borough building in that respect. Okay. That actually works. It actually does look like the Smithsonian, kind of like with the pillars mm-hmm. and such. I, that it, would actually work. It's stately. It is. It's so nice over there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> when asked about the possibility of it becoming a library branch, an unnamed trustee stated, The plan is ridiculous. In light of branches being closed, you can't open a building right next door to the Albright with a library in it. So, it became a library. (laughs) Lackawanna County purchased the former church in April of 1985. So, it took a few years for things to get settled and plans to be put in place. (laughs) 
The plan was to use it as a library within the newly formed Lackawanna County Library System, which was also established right around that time. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I I never knew that. (laughs) Plans to redesign the building began in 1986 when the library received grant funding for renovations. At that time, there was discussion of possibly connecting the Albright to the church through an above-ground or underground walkways to make it a cohesive building. That didn't happen. So we're I wish we could do it separate. now. That would actually be fun because all the people are coming to Albright thinking it's children's. We tell them to walk outside of the gate and go down and go to the, the, the place that looks like a church with white pillars. That would be a fun idea even now. As far as I'm aware, there are no plans, and that has never been brought up since. So when the construction for the renovations began, artifacts were discovered in the cornerstone of the building. These included Bibles, a copy of the Christian Science Monitor, which was the magazine published by the Christian Science Church, and other books on religious topics. Over the course of the next year, the church was transformed into the Children's Library as we know it today, with the iconic river that is painted on the hardwood floors, and the clouds hanging from the ceiling, and the puppet stage that all the children in the area know. Mm-hmm. On December 12th of 1987, the Children's Library had its grand opening in the form of a holiday party because it was right around the holidays. Oh, I like that. So activities included a ballet performance, music presentations, a visit from Santa, and a chance to win prizes. And ever since, the Children's Library has become a staple of the community that offers programs and a place for children to gather. Because they do so much there there now, it's like amazing that stuff they have actually brought to the yes. city of Scranton. I'm happy like we actually have kids that come to the library now. I definitely see more kids coming just because with everything that happened over the past two years. Yes. <laughs> with the pandemic, they were still even trying to do story times and like on Facebook Live uh, and everything. It was yes. I watched those. I love them. Miss Lorraine and Cal always on that Facebook Live. Yes. <laughs> It's really amazing how engaging they are in the community and mm-hmm. how it gets children excited about learning and excited about books and kind of keeping that spirit alive. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to turn our attention to Library Express Bookstore, which is located in the current marketplace at Steamtown. My first job within the Scranton Public Library System was at Library Express, and that is actually where I first met Brittany. We were co-workers for a time. Yes, we were. That's where I actually um, transferred over from working at Nancy K. Holmes Library. I started working in the bookstore slash library. So I'm going to give some history on the marketplace at Steamtown um, because it's interesting to look at the history of the building itself real quick before we get into how the library became involved in having a branch there. So I'm going to give some history on the marketplace at Steamtown Um, Because it's interesting to look at the history of the building itself real quick before we get into how the library became involved in having a branch there. On October 23rd of 1993, the Mall at Steamtown, as it was then called, opened as a major shopping center in Scranton. It originally contained department stores, food areas, and traditional mall culture. Over the years, the popularity of department stores has waned to the point where the building contained a large amount of vacant areas. Rebranded as a marketplace at Steamtown, 
The mall has become a community center with doctor's offices, a branch of the Luzerne County Community College, a gym, and the Scranton Public Market that has food, wine, and craft vendors. Mm-hmm. Library Express Bookstore began as a location called Library Light in September of 2011. It was originally located near where Crunch Fitness is today, but moved to the more permanent store, which was the former American Eagle location. If you go up the escalators and go to the left, you could see our wooden sign that says Library Sparks Bookstore, and usually we have beautiful displays made out of stuff for holidays. Yes, especially, and it really goes with the theme because they're always made from book pages, and there's books displayed and the different merchandise that Library Express Bookstore sells. Yeah. So, do you know what the primary goal was when Library Light originally opened? See, I never asked that, especially working there. I never asked. All I know is that we kind of just started off maybe having a library to books or that can bring more money back into the library for programming and such. That's what I got out of it, but I'm not sure if that's the correct assumption. So the primary goal originally was to encourage people to sign up for library cards and kind of have outreach into the community to get non-traditional library users to sign up. and join the library system and understand that libraries are still around and what they're all about. Okay. So with the marketplace being an easily accessible location within the community, it made sense for the library to go where the people are to encourage more use. It was also used as a place for the Friends of the Scranton Public Library to display books for their annual book sales which are incredibly popular with the community. Oh, they, we have we have people that come away from, we actually had their last one they had, we had someone come for an hour and a half away just for the book sale because they heard about it on Facebook. They came oh. an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, they're very popular and they do generate money to go right back in the library programs and everything. It just, it makes it, it makes it well for us because we're providing books for people and it's all money going back into like things that are needed for the running of the library itself. It's very nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As one article put it, Library Light serves two main purposes. It educates the public about the library system in a new, unexpected environment and provides a new and used bookstore for the downtown Scranton area, which remains true to this day. Yes, it is, since it's now celebrating its 10th anniversary. Throughout the years, Library Express Bookstore has developed past the beginning of just selling books for the Friends of the Scranton Public Library into selling books that are stocked in the store and donated throughout the year. All the profits, as Brittany was saying, go right back into the library Mm -hmm. system. It also serves as a location to host library events such as book signings, story times, presentations, and craft projects for children. Mm -hmm. It has expanded to selling more than just books. There are t-shirts, mugs, postcards, journals, Basically anything that you want in the yes. realm of book-related yep. items, tote bags, and they're all really great oh, and yes. really fun. Yes, and since we are in Scranton, the office is very big here. We do sell a lot of Dunder Mifflin merch, like sweatshirts, t-shirts, cups, mugs. I think we actually sell more stuff there now that other than just that. I know they definitely expanded their collection, like keychains with the Electric City sign, which mm-hmm. they're really nice. So if you're ever looking for Dunder Mifflin merch, that's the place to go. 
It's also one of the only places that have postcards of Scranton in the area. Yes. And we actually, we get them from like local people, like local artists and through uh, like our company that we go through. So you could definitely get something from like a local artist, which we actually do have Austin Burke March, which we do. He's very big because he has like uh, pictures, postcards, and I know they have something else. I'm not sure. We could always check out the Library Express bookstore on Facebook or the Lackawanna County Library page, or you can always give them a call. Yes, and they also have a presence on Amazon to sell the rarer books that could donate it to the library system. Library Express Bookstore has also begun selling books on bookshop.org to reach a more virtual audience, mm-hmm. especially during the past two years with the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. Bookshop.org is a website whose mission it is to help facilitate online selling for independent bookstores, which Library Express Bookstore is. Mm -hmm. So this kind of brings us to the present, and it's where our discussion will end today about the Lackawanna County Children's Library and Library Express Bookstore. Do you have any questions or thoughts or last comments you would like to add? I think if anyone wants to join the library come and sign up for a library card there is so many libraries here but especially in scranton we have four locations that you could go and get anything merchandise books dvds audiobooks come and visit us we're we love seeing new people and new faces just to bring something new to the community we have so much stuff going on especially at library Express and children's please come and sign up and enjoy and just discover new things So I hope you enjoyed learning about our locations over the past few weeks. We hope to see you soon. Next week, we'll be discussing the stained glass windows that are located in the Albright Memorial Library. We often get questions about them in reference, so I wanted to cover them as kind of a deep dive into the history, who they represent, those types of questions. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or anything at all, please send me an email at aloney at albright.org. That is A-L-O-N-E-Y at albright.org. See you next time. Thank you.